Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. Earlier today, we spoke with Springfield School Board member Tiffany Mathis. She is the representative in Subdistrict 5. She is opposed in next Tuesday's election by Buffy Lale Wolf, the challenger in that contested school board race. And Buffy Lale Wolf joins us now. Buffy, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me today, Jim. I appreciate it. Introduce yourself to folks who may not be fully familiar with you. Tell us a bit about your background, what you do, and why you're interested in serving on the Springfield School Board. Sure. Um, My name is Buffy, and I am a nurse. I've been a nurse for 30-plus years. I work at HSHS St. John's Hospital. I am a clinical informaticist which means I translate uh, information between two different groups, between the medical teams as well as the technical teams, and uh, help those two teams come together to work on projects and uh, make a difference in patient care. I've lived in Springfield for over 30 years since I came to uh, Springfield to nursing school. I am a proud District 186 parent, um, and I am running for school board because I feel like um, my background and my healthcare background as well as my ability to uh, problem solve is what uh, the school board needs right now. Obviously, the the biggest issue facing the school board over the past year and probably for the foreseeable future is the pandemic and how we've coped with it. How would you assess District 186's response to the pandemic, remote learning, hybrid learning, and expansion of, of students in classrooms starting next week? Give us your thoughts on it. I think starting out, I think the school board um, was um, exemplary in following the medical uh, experts in our community to uh, make sure that we had the, uh, you know, the right understanding of the spread of the pandemic and how that uh, translates into everyday school life. And of course, then we started remotely. We ended up having an actual surge in our community around November. um, And then After that time, I'm not sure what happened exactly as far as why the school board decided not to follow the metrics that they decided to start following when school started in August. So the metrics were changed, and actually the goalposts moved um, and did not exist until kids were brought back to school. Um, I had concerns about that because there is, um, you know, there's a reason that we follow some of those uh, medical guidelines uh, with our medical experts in the community. Um, But I do think that now we have new understanding of the pandemic and the coronavirus and how it spread. We know that schools are not super spreaders. That study has come out and has been discussed um, at the CDC uh, and with our own IDPH. So we know that the the schools are not super spreaders. But the, the next part of that sentence is the comma, which is as long as mitigation factors are in place. So that's several mitigation factors that are that are lined out including things like social distancing, meticulous hand washing, wearing masks, uh, screening, et cetera, our HVAC systems, uh, and making sure they're functioning properly. So there's all different pieces that need to be put into play. I do think it's difficult for our teacher teams, as well as our service teams, our paraprofessionals, our um, custodians, our service uh, food workers, to have to switch some of those things quickly and without much notice. Our teachers really have had to change um, their entire teaching strategies um, too frequently in, in trying to um, get our students um, in, a, in a way that they can learn and understand. And then just as they fall into a groove and into a path, the next thing is we're changing it again. And I think that's really difficult for teachers as well as students. 
Do you think it's a mistake to be uh, bringing students back four days a week, those in the hybrid model starting next week? You mentioned things like HVAC, for example. Some mitigations are easier to do than others. Do you, do you think this is a sound plan the uh, administration is putting forward? Well, I don't have access to all of our HVAC information and where we stand with that, so I can't really speak to that. I do think that timing is, is, is plays a big part here. Timing in as far as when school is going to be, you know, out of session in the next few weeks, and then planning and being able to give our teachers enough notice to be able to um, make those accommodations accordingly. So, you know, I do think that I think we stumbled a little bit. I think we faltered. I certainly do want kids back in school, but we definitely need to put them back in the right way. We're talking with Buffy Lael Wolf. She is the challenger in Subdistrict 5 for the Springfield School Board. What do you envision uh, District 186 looking like come the fall? Will we have all students back in classrooms five days a week? Do you think we'll still have a substantial remote learning component? What are you anticipating, and, and, and what do you want to see happen? I actually want to see both, Jim. I think it would be um, great if our school district could uh, be ahead of the of the game here in offering a remote learning academy uh, where students who uh, actually excelled in the remote learning um uh, environment could continue to do so. Um, and then students that want to be back in school, I'm, you know, five days a week, I think would be, would be w well and good as long as we had our policies and procedures in place. And, you know, we had the, the mitigation uh, that the um, IDPH has described to make that happen. So I think that um, with more shots in arms and more teachers becoming vaccinated, um, more parents and uh, the vulnerable in our communities becoming vaccinated. I think that uh, all points to great signs in the in the fall. You know, ISBE, uh, their document talks about we should the schools should be the first to open and the last to close. And that's a real commitment that our community has to make that we want to get kids, the kids back in school as soon as possible. Um, and that, you know, that may require some different uh, sacrifices on the community's part to facilitate that. And we should be the last to close. So other, you know, entities should probably need to take a look at should we close first before we close the schools. And that's what ISBE wants communities to take a look at. We're going to have some real challenges with a, a lot of kids who just did not advance the way we would hope they would during the course of a normal school year because of all of the pandemic-related changes. Are we going to be able to help bring them along, get them back to where they should be, and still have the resources left over to do, say, a remote learning academy? It seems like that's all going to be very resource and manpower intensive. I agree. It's going to be very intensive. I do think that our teachers in this district um, have really risen to the occasion on more than <laughs> on more than one instance. Um, and I do think that learning loss is, is something we're going to have to address. I'm, I'm assuming that the school board currently is looking at that and trying to uh, develop what the plan will be for the summer so that kids who um, and families who feel like they need to have their kids bridge that gap, they're, you know, able to take... Uh, uh, take opportunity to um, be able to facilitate that. But um, that also means we're doing a side-by-side -side planning for the fall. And I, I agree with you. I think that's labor intensive. So I think we have to talk to our teachers and find out what they think the best path is to make that happen. Obviously, the pandemic is not the only thing that's going on. What are your other priorities in District 186? What do you want to see the school board and the school district pursue? I think the parent-teacher-student combination is one of the things that 
uh, really would make a difference in our community and our school district. The, that whole process of everybody's working together to uh, have the student be successful, I feel like even before the pandemic, that, that kind of got lost along the way. And I don't know how that happened exactly. And I don't know that that's just in our school district either. I think that that's probably just something we've seen over the course of time. But I do think it's important that um, everybody feels like they're on the same team and working in the same direction. I've seen it happen. I've been a parent of 186 since my daughter was three. Uh, so I've been able to be a part of those processes and know what it's like when a team comes together to make a kid successful. You mentioned you're a proud District 186 parent. Do you have children currently in District 186 schools? I do. I have a fifth grader at Butler Elementary. Go Bobcats. Um, and she will be transitioning to the um, middle school in the fall. Uh, and how do you feel about the education she's gotten? We talked to your opponent who actually wound up pulling her, her children from 186, sending them to a parochial school because she wasn't able to uh, deal with the remote learning uh, aspect of it full time back in the fall semester. Uh, how have you coped with that when they were fully remote in the fall semester? And overall, how would you assess the quality of education that your child's gotten? I think the quality has been exceptional. You know, my daughter uh, has been doing remote only and, and we opted for remote both in the fall and the spring semester. She's done very well. Um, she's got a great dynamic teacher and I think that that entire process has, has worked for her. Um, I know that's not true for everybody and I know not everybody's had that same experience. Um, so, you know, I think moving forward in the district, I think it's just you know, shared experiences are something that I think are important. So having a child in the district um, is something that um, I don't take lightly and that, you know, I'm, I'm making decisions for other people's children and um, I have the same vested interest as well for my own child. So I think that that piece is pretty important. You did get the endorsement of the Springfield Education Association. Did you seek it out and, and why is that important to you? The Springfield Education Association reached out to me uh, to talk to me as a candidate to find out what my thoughts were about uh, school board, why I was running, what my thoughts were on education, et cetera. Um, I am, it's one of those things I was very humbled uh, to receive their endorsement. Uh, they have been very supportive in my campaign, and I've, I've been thrilled to work alongside them. I think it's important because our teachers are the, are the folks that help set the stage. You know, without the teachers, um, our school doesn't function. You know, they are our greatest asset. So I think it's important that we are engaged with them and uh, working with them, and we all have the same goal, I would imagine. Um, and I, their endorsement is um, something I'm really proud of. Do you feel that uh, your your decisions are going to be tilted toward the teachers' union as opposed to the interests of parents or the interests of taxpayers? How do you balance that? I think it's as a parent, I think I have a way to balance that. I am a taxpayer um, and I am a family in the district. I'm a parent in the district and I am a person who recognizes uh, what teachers bring to the table. Uh, I've had great experiences with teachers and I think all of those uh, pulled together is what makes me a great candidate. Buffy Lael Wolf, again, the challenger in sub-district five for the Springfield School Board. If people want to learn more about your candidacy, how do they do so? Uh, they can hit my Facebook page, which is uh, BLW for School Board, or they can go to my website, which is BuffyLaleWolf.org. And that's Buffy, L-A-E-L, hyphen, Wolf. <laughs> uh, do you use the hyphen in the web address? 
The hyphen is not in the web address. Okay, so BuffyLaleWolf.org. All right, very good. Uh, Buffy, listen, thanks again for your time. Election Day next Tuesday, April 6th.